Good morning. It's time for today's message from the Flora Assembly of God at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. The Flora Assembly of God has Sunday school this morning at 930. Sunday morning worship begins at 1030, including a children's service. And join them for Wednesday evening Bible study at 6 p.m. Now, here is today's message from God's Word. Good morning. It's a beautiful day today in... We shall rejoice in the Lord with it. Um, we're going to talk about uh, today. I know we talked about joy last last week, and and uh, we're going to talk about happiness. And somebody say, "Well, joy and happiness are the same." Well, not really. I mean, the thing is, they're two different things. And um, if you go to Matthew, the fifth chapter, and we're going to um, look at the Beatitudes. Happiness is, is uh, well, in, in this particular scripture, it talks about, this is where Jesus was uh, preached, had the Sermon on the Mount. And when you go to the scriptures of the Beatitudes, you know, it starts off with blessed. And in my footnotes, it says happy. So if you read those scriptures, we're going we're gonna to read it, and, and I'm going to read the footnotes kind of in there with it just to kind of explain a little bit but it says blessed are the poor in spirit so happy are the poor in spirit you know the thing is for theirs is the kingdom of heaven it says blessed are they who mourn it says happy are they who mourn it's not talking about grieving about someone there in that particular scripture it's talking about grieving of your person your own personal sinfulness so you know thinking well I wish I hadn't done that so you're you're mourning over that for they shall be comforted and the Holy Spirit's what comforted us and helps us to grow in our spiritual man you know so many times we have the ability with God's word and with God's help to grow spiritually and a lot of the stuff that might uh, ruffle our flesh if we would be walking more in the spirit man then the thing is your flesh wouldn't get so rattled and ruffled. You wouldn't get you wouldn't be able to get angry because you would let it roll off your shoulders, so to speak. <clears throat> it says verse five, it says, Blessed are the meek, the opposite of the self righteousness, the person who uh, the two beatitudes guarantee the, the, the meekness. We we have to be where we are not self righteous. When we take on have Jesus come into our heart and be living in our life, we're supposed to portray what he would want us to portray. And so many times we, again, we let the flesh rule us instead of the spirit. You ever thought that if Jesus would have allowed the flesh to rule him, even though he had all the power, he still had to walk on this earth like you and I. And have you ever thought 
if he would have allowed his flesh to rise up and get mad and angry and say, I'm not doing that, Lord. I'm not going to the cross. I don't want to go to the cross. Where we would be today. Have you ever thought about that? He had the choice. I mean, even when he prayed in the garden, he said, Father, if it be thy will, let this cup pass from me. It wasn't that he didn't want to go, so to speak, for us, but he knew that what he had to do and taking on the sins of this old world, our sins, you know, that was, that was, we can't even imagine what that would be like. You know, when we talk about that, where we're mourning about our own sinfulness, the thing is, just think of all the sins that were put on Jesus when he died on that cross for us and took all those things for us. <clears throat> it goes on to, to number six, happy or blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness. We should have an intense desire to grow in God so much, to learn his word, to to be everything he'd have us to be, to, to well, you know, and I, I hear somebody say, well, we live in a world that we don't have the time for that. Well, we make time for the things we really want. If we want to go watch a ball game, we make time. If we want to go shopping, we make time. You know, so many times we don't realize our wants sometimes are not lined up with God's word. But it says that we should hunger and thirst after righteousness, after God's word, after God. We should hunger and thirst. It says, for they shall be filled. To be filled with, with everything that God has for us, we have to get our self-worth out of the way. We have to get our self, this flesh, this, the, our body, our mind, we need to get it all lined up with God's word. And then he's able to do what he wants in our lives. <clears throat> Verse 7, it says, Blessed or happy are the merciful. It shows itself in action which goes beyond the thought, you know, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart. Those, those who have received a new moral nature in regeneration that's what the footnote says so blessed are the pure in heart the thing is when you accepted Jesus as your personal savior and you've asked him to come into your life you know you are where you have a pure a pure heart but we have to crucify it goes back to Galatians 5 we have to crucify this flesh daily we have to crucify our flesh on a daily basis, on a minute-to-minute -minute basis sometimes, <clears throat> for they shall see God. So it means that, you know, if we're living in him and doing what he wants us to do and, and we're asking forgiveness for our sins and, and not, not sinning on a regular basis, the thing is, you know, it, there's a scripture in the Bible that he that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, it is sin. So if you know to do something and you're not doing it or you're trying to refrain from that, it's just something to throw in there. Verse 9, it says, Blessed are the peacemakers. This pertains to a peace with God, which comes with salvation, and all who proclaim such are called peacemakers. 
goes back to the Bible, for they shall be called the children of God. This expresses the peacemakers and the one who has received the peace. You know, we can be peacemakers. If we're walking in God, we can be the peacemakers. So many times when we get to walking in the flesh, we want to, oh, let me tell you about so-and-so. That's not of God to do that. That's wrong. You are supposed to be walking like Christ did. And Jesus, I guarantee you, did not say anything about anybody. You know, even whenever he met the, whim, the woman at the well, you know, and, and he said, you know, let, let you take of this water. And the thing is, he knew everything about her whole life. But he didn't condemn her. He didn't throw stones at her. And so many times, us as Christians are almost the first person that throws a stone. That's wrong. It's wrong. We're supposed to love and, and take those people underneath our wing and love them into the kingdom of God. God wants us to be like him, not like the, the people that, you know, proclaim to be a Christian and then talk about everybody. You cannot do it. If you're, if you're serving God, there's no way that you can be where you're not walking in the way that God would have you to walk. <clears throat> Verse 10, it says, Blessed are they which are perse persecuted for righteousness' sake. This means that those who operate from the realm of self-righteousness will persecute those who trust in God's righteousness. I'm going to read that again. It means those who operate from the realm of self-righteousness will persecute those who trust in God's righteousness. That's not a child of God. If we're, if we're walking in, in self-righteousness, oh, look at me, I'm better than so-and-so. That's not what God's word says. We're all, you know, God loves us all. He loves every one of us the same. And he wants us to be where we walk in the light that he have us to walk in. It says, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Having God's righteousness, which is solely in, hang on a second, Christ. Such have the kingdom of heaven. If we're walking in Christ and walking the walk that we need to, you know, so many times in in these notes that I was reading of my dad's, it says, you know, we have, we have the ability to have happiness. But so many times a Christian sometimes chooses not to. And, you know, if you look at these Beatitudes and, and what they mean, we have a choice to be happy. You know, a Christian, I, I thought about this the other day. If you're not portraying what God wants you to portray do you think or let's look at let's look at our lives if I am not look if I am not walking the way God wants me to and doing the right things and saying and not saying things about people am I doing what I'm supposed to does people do people look at me and say I want to be a Christian or do they look at me and say Boy, I'm no better. I'm no better than they are, because they're not walking a Christ-like 
walk. We, when we accept Jesus as our personal Savior, we need to walk and act and talk the walk. We need to be portraying like Christ would portray. And there's so many things that if we get ready to do something, we need to kind of stop and say, oh, Lord, is that you? And you know if it is. The Holy Spirit quickens your heart. And it says, "Uh uh-uh, no, you can't do that. That's not right. But many times the flesh goes ahead and rises up and and does it anyway. That's where the spirit man has to be stronger in God's word and growing in God to be able to overcome the flesh. Yes, we walk in this fleshly body and we have five senses and and the thing is it's something to where we sometimes allow this fleshly body to overrule what God's word tells us to do. Verse 11, Blessed are you when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for your for my sake. And the footnotes it says only Christ could say for my sake. For he is God, there is an offense to the cross. And you could go to Galatians 5.11 and read that. Verse 12, it says, rejoice. You know, this is a time we think about rejoicing about Jesus' birth and loving Christmas and, and giving gifts. And I, I love to give gifts. I love, I love it. But it's something, this is the time, not only Christmas to rejoice, we're so, supposed to rejoice on a daily basis it says rejoice in the footnotes it says the present inner result of one who is blessed the beatitudes are blessings they're blessed and be exceedingly glad so we we have to crucify this old flesh to be exceeding glad It says, for great is your reward in heaven, for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. It's something to where we look unto God for our strength and guidance. But as a Christian, we have to be happy. Are there going to be bad things come our way? Yes. Are there going to be sad things that come our way? Yes. We live in a world that things like that happen. But the thing is, we have to be where we're living the walk like Jesus did and be an an example and show love and be joyful. Is it always easy? No. But there's a choice of being happy, even through the hard times. You know, there's another scripture that talks about, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. The thing is, if those trials and, and those things come, That's what's going to make us stronger all the way around. Those trials and tribulations make us stronger. And what do they do? They they have us to look to God. You know, so many times, and this is not always, but so many times when somebody that's not living for Christ, when they have something bad come to, to in their lives or something happens, They'll call up a friend and say, please pray for me. Please help me through this. Please, you know, ask God to do this. And the thing is, 
God does hear those prayers. But we should want to serve God on our daily basis, every day of our life, and not just when things go bad. It's our choice to serve God. And if you don't know Christ today, I'm 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 going to pray that you know you you it's not hard to accept Jesus. You just need to ask him to come into your heart and ask you to forgive me, give you of all the sins. And then you need to get in a church that preaches the word and and start growing in him. You're never too bad to go to church. Some people want to clean up their act before they go into church. Everyone is every one of us that goes into church are just saved by grace. And the thing is, we all have to ask for forgiveness. Let's pray. Lord, I just come to you today. Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you, Lord, that we have the blessed word that we can go to and and read and and know that you are there with us in all of the days all of our days and times lord even when we're sad you're there when we're happy you're there you never leave us we're the ones that take our hand out of yours and lord i just ask you lord today to to reach out to those people that are out there listening lord that you'll just reach down in their lives and that you will guide them and direct them in the way that they should do and go. Lord, I pray for the ones that are not serving you right now. Lord, I ask you to to prick their heart and let them know that they need you above everything. They need you above a a good job or, or a car, or they need you every day of their life. We all need you every day of our life. Lord, I just love you, and I thank you, and Lord, I just ask you to be with those in Jesus' name. Amen. You've been listening to today's message from the Flora Assembly of God at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. Sunday school is at 930 this morning and Sunday morning worship service, including a children's sermon, begins at 1030. Join them for Wednesday evening Bible study at 6 p.m. Have a blessed day. We've got the power.